This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions. Because it's time to dish the dirt. On the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And the sous chef of the garden, yours truly, Frank Brock. I thought you were going to sing that for well, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember my name. You ever, you ever had that moment where you go, I'm, uh... Where am I? Wait, I check my wallet. Oh, yeah, there it is. And there's James Patrick Dooley in the uh, control room, master control. Has being the, the master. Yeah, being the master. And uh, you want to give him a call, of course. Uh, to get on the show here and ask mm-hmm. Charlie a question, uh, I'll give you the numbers right now, okay? And I've got them all written down so I don't screw up. Okay, 416-360-0740. That's for Toronto area listeners. Then anywhere else in the province, it is toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And, well, the darling of the daisies, of course, is Charlie Dobbin. Yes. Thank yes, you. The, the, uh, oh, let's see. Uh <laughs> Goddess of the Garden. Thank you. That's it. That's what I dubbed you before. Yes, Diva and, of the Dirt. But you know, we've got a special guest today. Yes, we in, do. In the studio, too. Uh, Kendra Williams is with us today. Welcome, Kendra. Hello. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, I met Kendra at our uh, agency. That I, I'm an actor and have an, The Talent uh, House. The Talent House mm-hmm. Agency. And uh, we had a Christmas party. And I said to Kendra, you know, sometime you ought to come in and sit in on, on the uh, garden show. So here she is. Yes. Any any good producer out there looking for a fine actress? <laughs> Hire uh, me. A pretty good-looking young lady, too, I might add. <laughs> and uh, she's clearly talented because she's going to be our bell ringer. Well, yeah. Yes. Oh, hey, you know, that's about right, too. That's perfect. That perfect. is great. Fairy dust. Oh, fairy dust. <laughs> that, there you go. Fairy dust. Better than I said. Holy cow, and that's good. That is, that's the bell that yeah. you get when you call, yeah. and you're a first-time caller. And you make Kendra feel welcome when you call in. You finally do get on the air with Charlie. Say, hi, Charlie. Hi, Frank. Hi, Kendra. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, your the, announcements. I have things to say here, and one oh, is God, I yes. did my homework. Would you, what do you mean, oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> to the garden show, yeah. <laughs> where well, I get to speak every now and then <laughs> when Frank lets me get a word in edgewise. Uh, shout out to Don Voorhees, who I saw this week. Hi, Don. And Don's an avid listener, and he said that sometimes I'm too mean to you. Aha! Uh-huh. But I don't believe that for a I minute. am vindicated. <laughs> Not. Uh, so I did my homework. Yeah. I did. I brought in the things I promised to bring you. Brought you mm. a bag of potting soil. That's right. And it's all labeled so you can put your acorns into that About bag. About 10 of them will go in this bag. Of moist potting soil, and that's right. going to go in your fridge. Okay. And then we're going to do a planting day in Ooh. March. Okay. All right. We're yeah. going to bring in pots, and we're going to bring our acorns out of yep. our fridges, and we're going to pot them all up. Hey! All right. So <laughs> you take that home, put your acorns in it, get that in the fridge. Frankie does pot. That's no, wait. You've got to go back. 
back. Oh. <laughs> Got to go back and erase that. Yeah. There, just okay, ran the tape back. All right. Fertilizer for your medanilla. Medanilla. All I got to right. okay. Here, you can even write it. Yeah, write that down. Med- You've written that down so many times. I know. And I Frank can't... has a medanilla plant, which I gave him from Canada Blooms. Yeah. Was it last year or the year yeah. before? Uh, year right. before. Yeah, it's, you've had, kept it alive for almost yeah, well, it, two it's years. It's growing like med. I know. So now here's some fertilizer because I know okay. you want to feed it. So I brought yep. you some and you'll follow the directions on the fertilizer as well. Right. Good, All man. Right. All right. A couple of quick announcements. Lots going on. It's January, the new year. All the societies and clubs are getting together. So right away. Tuesday, this Tuesday, January the 13th, 7.30 p.m., the Scarborough Garden and Hort Society having their general meeting and free lecture on the wonderful world of insects by Malcolm Geist. I hate to bug you, but what was that again? <laughs> the Wonderful World of Insects <laughs> by Malcolm well, Geist. Went right over it. Guests, you did not. <laughs> guests are welcome. You are not. But guests are welcome and refreshments are included. They meet at the Scarborough Village Community Centre, 3600 Kingston Road and Markham Road. Mm. Uh, also, go, no, next day, Wednesday, January 14th, 7.30pm, the Burlington Hort Society is having their general meeting and they meet at the Burlington Senior Centre, 22 285 New Street at Drury Lane. Their speaker is Elizabeth Schleicher, who will present Rose Gardens of Germany. And again, lots of good times. Everybody's mm. welcome. Great refreshments. I mean, the Hort Societies have the best food. It's all home-baked goods and mm. nice tea, and it's wonderful. It's really warm and friendly, and it's a cold, dark night. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a really good, it's a fun place mm. to go if you're all in the area and can fit this in. Also going on same day, January 14th, Riverdale Hort Society. They're hosting their AGM, a photo contest, and the history of Icky Nobo floral design. Wait a minute. I've never heard of it. No. But Icky Nobo <laughs> is a specific kind of floral design. The presenter is a teacher of this Icky Nobo floral design, and that she'll be presenting at 7.30 p.m. Frankland Community Center, which is on Logan Street, just south of the Danforth. <gasps> My old street. Oh, really? Yeah. You lived on Logan? 754 Logan. There you go. So you know where the Frankland Community Center yes, is. Yes, that was my uh, – I went there for two years as a kid. Franklin oh, Public like, School. Like the, oh, right, because it's right next door. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you are. It's, and there's a park and everything. It's, an, it's quite park. nice. Yeah. Oh, it is. Withrow, that's right. Beautiful. Best place to grow up if you have little kids. Yeah, lots of nice big trees. and Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the greener spots, no question. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Well, that, I'll hold all my other upcoming events. Well, okay, maybe quickly just mention yeah, the one, right. yeah, which okay. is January 20th, Tuesday, January 20th, 7 p.m. Mark Cullen is going to be speaking at, for the Applewood Garden Club. They will be meeting at the Lakeview Golf Course. And like I said, 7 p.m., he's speaking on the future of gardening. Um, Yeah, he's going to have books and all that sort of thing. The reason why you might want to attend this, it is going to cost money, is it's it's a fundraiser. Oh, okay. Okay. There's fundraising for Our Place Peel, which you can check out, ourplacepeel.org. It is a Mississauga residence for homeless and disadvantaged youth. So for ticket information, go to www. Applewood Garden Club dot org. Okay. Okay. Now I'm looking at the. I can't believe this. this is the first time this has happened, and I'm wondering: Has everybody left town? Is everybody so cold their phones won't work? The lines are blank at the moment. 
And I'm not kidding. So here you go, folks. Even if you say, hey, good morning. Yeah, right. uh, You know, whatever. Or just want to yeah, frank we got to talk to people, for God's sake. 416 <laughs> in Toronto. Anywhere else in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And you can speak to the goddess of the garden yourself, okay? <laughs> or Frank. Yeah. Prefer. Or Kendra. Be- before Get we go any- anywhere else, I get up this morning, you know what? I smelled just like I fell out of a pine tree. Because, wow. yeah, because what last night. What are you using? <laughs> last night, I, I, well, the last couple of days, I did something really stupid. I'm doing no, what they call. No, not you. I'm doing half push ups in the kitchen. Uh-huh. I, you know, I put my feet back maybe, I don't know, three feet or two feet away from the counter, lean, and then do push ups. So, yes, yeah, not my whole body weight, but enough. Well, I got up to 80 and I. Something to my neck, Ouch. and yeah, so I've I've been in pain, and this Sierra Silt uh, spray, spray, topical spray, topical spray, uh, it is fabulous, and I sprayed that on, and by gosh, it still hurts a little bit. I'm not kidding you, but it took the pain away to a great degree, so much really? that I could, I could sleep. I haven't been sleeping very well because of the damn thing. Well, because it anyway. reduces mm-hmm. pain receptors, yep. and it also increases blood flow. So it does a couple of things that will help you for fast relief of muscle soreness and joint pain. So it's a spray. And the first time Frank used it and he said, I felt like I'd fallen out of a pine tree. I was like, what a visual. (laughs) (laughs) But it does smell amazing. And it's all oils, different oils, very all natural. oil, lemon oil. Uh, yes, I've tried it. Yeah, I'm not. I smell smelled it. Be, I haven't yeah. had any pain to spray it on. So <laughs> you got to have some pain. But give spots. it a try, folks. You you can pick that up at any good health food store uh, that sells Sierra still in the pill form. Right. But give this a try. Uh, you'll see what I mean when I say I fell just like I fell out of a pine, pine tree. tree. So yeah. that's the Sierra Sil spray, and there's also, as Frank alluded yeah. to, some Sierra Sil pills, which are all about uh, relieving joint yeah. pain. Uh, and it's completely now. Na- all of this is very natural and. Uh, works or if it doesn't work you get your money back within yeah. 14 days you'll know whether it's working for you or not mm. more information give them a call one eight seven seven joint 14 s-i-e-r-r-a-s-i-l daffodils and daisies bluebells and begonias forsythia and foxgloves marigolds magnolia lavender and lupins dahlias delphiniums stalks flocks hollyhocks tulips and sweet williams you've picked the right place for everything floral this is the garden show with charlie dobbin exclusively on zoomer radio am 740 and the happy troika james patrick dooley yours truly frank proctor and of course charlie dobbin and we have a bell ringer. Troika Plus. Oh, tro- yes, I was just going to say, we yeah. have to add to Troika Plus one. now. <laughs> yes, Kendra is all set to ring the bell because, Kendra, we have a first-time caller on the line. Give that bell a ring. Oh, beautiful. Good morning and welcome, Pat. Hi, dear. Huh? Nice to talk to you folks. <laughs> talking to you, too. Thanks for calling. What's going on? I have a peace lily, and it's about seven years old now. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Trying, you know, was given during you know after death sort of thing. So I'm trying to hang on to it, mm-hmm. but um, the ends keep browning on it, mm. and I'm just wondering. Everybody, I've had everybody, uh, you know, suggest you know what I could do is either too much water, not enough water, but is there anything else? <laughs> <clears throat> Actually, when peace lily, the tips turn brown, it's connected to fluoride. 
So oh. it's your tap water that's causing that. Oh. So the way to avoid tips turning brown on both peace lilies, you'll see this on spider plants as well, uh, is if possible, use rainwater to water those plants okay. or that plant. Of course, at this time of year, that might be hard to come by. Right. You could melt some snow. Right. Um, you could uh, buy distilled water. You could use bottled water, even just filtered water. You know, like the, if you use a Brita filter, mm. that will right. help take out some of the fluoride. It's the salts in the oh. water that's causing that. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'm just curious because it's still in the same, you know, sort of a, it's in a basket actually, and it's mm. in the same thing for seven years. Should it be <clears throat> transplanted at all? Or? I would think so. Yeah. Seven years is a long time to be in the same, same pot, yeah. same soil. Yeah, maybe give it some fresh soil. Fresh soil, a pot with drainage. Right. And uh, come and I would. Uh, you can wait on that. You don't need to do that just now. It's we're right. only still in early January. Give uh-huh. wait another month or so. Uh, get that whole plant into a pot with drainage, fresh potting soil, and then starting in March, you can start fertilizing. I see. Right, okay. and that plants will be actively growing, and of course we can feed them, and we will see even more active growth. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, that's great. Wonderful. Thanks Thank for your you call. So hey, uh, you're welcome back anytime, Pat. The door is always open. Okay. Okay. Well, I always listen to you folks, so it's great. Oh, to that's good. You in person. Well, you've got very good taste. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Again. Thanks so much, love. Okay. You know, uh, we we talk so much at the beginning of the show. We have to take a commercial break right now. Uh, we talk so much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's me. It's my fault. Always. And Ruth and Julia are waiting on the line. We'll get to you, folks. I promise. Very shortly. Here at AM seven. 40 Zoomer Radio, the garden show on the air, live and direct from the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, back shortly. Don't change the radio station. Just because the weather changes, garden tips and advice all year round. This is the Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. Yep, that's us, and we're here and ready, of course, for you to call in, talk to Charlie. We last talked to Pat, who was a first-time caller. We love getting first-time callers, and there is a spot I see open right now if you call 416-360-0740 or anywhere else in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Charlie, let me introduce you to Ruth, who's in Whitby. Oh, thank Hi, you. Ruth. Good morning. Good morning. I wish the best to uh, everyone there, Charlie, thank Frank, you. Kendra. Oh, I think it's go. James that answers the phone. Yep, that's well, it. Thank, thank you. Anyway, the best in uh, 2015. Yeah. Thank um, you very much. Charlie, I hope I can explain this. Um, I have a plant, and it's been in the same location. Uh, it's 12, I've had it for 12 years, and it came in um, a glass uh, cylinder-shaped okay. vase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky and, money plant or whatever it's called. Yeah, lucky and, bamboo. And it's not, it's not in soil. It's right. got some kind of plant material, and um, it's leaves only on this plant. Yep. No, I know what it is, yep. And, and, it, and I would describe them as somewhat elongated heart shape. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, typically what I have been doing is um, just putting the water in, and uh, it's always uh, water that's been sitting out on the, you know, for over a the previous week, mm-hmm. so it's not uh, right out of the tap. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, some time ago I noticed that um, I was getting a couple of yellow leaves, which it normally doesn't do. It just grows new leaves. Mm-hmm. 
And so I cut back on the amount of water I was putting into it. Well, then it started to really Turn yellow, um, yeah. be in trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> and now the leaves are drying up, and I'm losing leaves, and this is not the usual thing. So right. I okay. went back to putting in the full glass of water. Mm-hmm. So it's in a clear um, cylinder, and you can see through that clear cylinder, you can see the roots, etc., inside the, the uh, vase, right? It's a dark color. It's a dark oh, brown Oh, okay. Okay, so you can't see. All right, so you know what your job is going to be this afternoon? You are going to take that plant into your kitchen, into the kitchen sink, and you're going to dump the whole thing into the sink. Uh-huh. You are going to if hopefully you have a, um, like, you know those brushes that's like a bottle brush? And yeah. it's, yeah. you know, it'll fit yeah. inside that, that vase or that cylinder. You're going to scrub the whole vase out. After 12 years, you've got all kinds of algae and things growing in there, and uh-huh. that's partially what's going on. So while you're splishing and splashing and scrubbing, allow the plant to just lie in the sink so that there's lots of water uh, you know, going on around it at the same time. Then, you, once the vase is all clean, and it may even have, when you dump it out, you may, may find there's some little, might be like marbles, or it might be these little sort of volcanic stones they'll sometimes put in. So if indeed there is some kind of little substrate of that form, scrub those all off. All that goes back into the vase, fresh water back into the vase. Now you're going to look at the plants. Any brown or black roots are going to get trimmed off. Any yellow leaves are going to be trimmed off. And then you're going to uh, slip the plants or plant right back into the vase again, let it all sort of drip dry in the sink for half an hour or so, and then back into its its home, its location that it's been in for the last 12 years. And I think you'll find that, yeah, you just need to keep that water up, keep the water mm-hmm. level that you were keeping. <clears throat> And uh, and the bit of yellow leaves is probably more tied just to time of year. Shorter days have meant that older leaves die on many plants, whether they're tropical or outside. All the leaves <laughs> died and dropped off as it got cold. So it's it's not anything to worry about when the odd mature leaf turns yellow. So I, I wouldn't be overly concerned. You know, 12 years to drop a few leaves is not a big deal. Okay. The, the material that it's sitting in, it, it's like um, pieces of... Bark, little pieces of bark. It's not. It's not stoned or anything such as that. Um, well, if it would bark, it would float, but it doesn't float. So it's something that's sunk into the bottom. But you, you're confident it's bark. But that's fine. So just with your fingers, just if they're slimy or feel like there's any kind of yeah, like algae on the bark, just rub off, like sort of give a rub to all those little chunks of bark, and then back into the into the vase. Okay. Okay. And should it, should it ever be? I've never fertilized it. Does it ever need fertilizer? No. <clears throat> they, there's no advantage to fertilizing those. Okay. Okay. Just keep the keep the water going as you've been doing. Okay. And what did you say it might be called? It's well, the common name is lucky bamboo. Okay. If you wanted to Google it, the proper name is dracaena. D R A. C E N A. Oh, like the ones that you put out in the in the exactly. middle of your flower. That's right. The ones that are referred to as a spike when yeah. we put them into flower pots outside. Same family. Exactly. Same okay. genus. Yep. I'm familiar with Dracaena. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks so much for your help. Hey, My Bruce. pleasure. Thanks, thanks for your call. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. Enjoy Have the a... show. I listen every Saturday. <laughs> oh, bless oh, your heart. Yeah. All <laughs> the best you. to you in uh, 2015. And you can join us anytime, Ruth. And, uh, hey, we've got a uh, lineup of callers. Boy, I'm telling you, Julia on the line from Milton. Hello, Julia. Uh, good morning, Charlie. Frank, Happy New Year. Thank good you. Good morning. Happy New Year to you. Um, I have, um, I believe the plant is called um, a four o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was outside my church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I took the little seeds. Okay. Oh, good idea. It. 
and um, I put them in my crisper. Okay. And I'm wondering, is that okay? Is that the right thing? Because what I wanted to do was to, I thought I could transplant the seeds in the garden. Mm -hmm. They don't actually need to be in the crisper. I don't think it will be, it will damage them to be there. They were hopefully ripe and mature, uh, like ready to go when you... Yes, uh, this was like in the the fall and the the bush was just full of these little black, where all, I guess the flower pods were. Yeah, I'm going to show, okay, I'm going to show Frank a picture of what this plant looks like four o'clock. They're called four o'clocks because they bloom at about four o'clock. <laughs> you're kidding. The flowers open. Yeah. yeah, they close in the morning and they open in the afternoon. So, and they're very pretty. Oh, and they, they are. Yeah, and they come in pinks and yellows mm-hmm. and different colors. Mm-hmm. So the seeds are best direct sowed outside where you want them to grow. So what you're going to do is just, you can leave them in the crisper for now or you can take them out. They, they just need to be kept dark mm-hmm. and dry and cool so the crisper's fine. And uh, when you're calling from Milton. So... You've got to try and figure out when we're going to have... I don't really live in Milton. I, just, I live in the country, but that's my post office. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying... So yeah. the bottom line is we, we have to kind of crystal ball forward and say, when is the last frost? <laughs> okay? So if the last frost in your area is the middle of May, then let's say by the beginning of May, you should be out sprinkling those seeds out in the area, the garden area, where you want them to grow. And you're going to just sprinkle them on the surface. You're going to put a very light layer of some potting soil on top, you know, quarter inch of potting soil on top. You're going to water them with your watering can, and you're going to, they're going to sit there, but you're going to remember that they're there because it's not going to look like anything for a little while. And once they germinate and start to grow, there they'll be. Can I uh, start them in the house? You can. Uh, I, yes, you can. The, I would probably start them around that same time. You could start maybe middle of April. But make sure if you are starting them in the house, you've got lots of light for them to grow. Because what happens so often when we start plants inside is that we start these little tiny seedlings. They get all stretched and stringy and weak because there's not nearly enough light indoors. And when we do take them outside, then they really suffer. They get blown around by the wind and, and really get set back. So if you've got a really good light spot... And once they germinate, you've got to be in bright lights for you know half it, just like the outdoors, you know, twelve hours a day. And um, when you you'll have to harden them off before you go outside. Okay. Okay. And if you need help with the hardening off, you give us a call in early May or you know first week of May, and we'll talk about uh, how to get those little seedlings outside so that they will do very well once they're in their next home. Okay, great. Excellent. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Yep. You too. Thank you. Take care of the the well the uh, I guess the. Um, uh, suburbs of Milton. The rurals. The rurals, that's it. The, the country. The country. You, you got it, you okay. got it. Hey, 9.31, 9.32 almost, really, here on The Garden Show from AM740. And Kendra Williams, our official bell ringer. I've got some work for you. I love it. We brought in a bell ringer. I know. Guys, <laughs> we you know what? We can sell, sell this feature. Yeah. Do you want to be a bell ringer? It's going to cost you. That's you a good know. idea. Yes. Hey, and I've we'll, been practicing. We'll I have different styles. There you Yeah. Oh, well. You had the, the uh, Salvation Army. I had the, Salva- I had the Army. Salvation Army, and this is actually Salvation Army. Do you okay. want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I have to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra's going to give the workshop. Oh, that's good. She could train people. This is getting added to my special skills on my Uh, resume. But the regular bell ringer would would play it thus. Yes. All right. Fairy dust. Okay, Molly in Oakville. Welcome. That was for you. You have many wings now. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Molly. 
Good morning. I have two shrubs that are very old and very tired in a garden that um, was neglected for many years. And I'm curious to know what I might do to help them along. One is a mock orange, mm -hmm. the other is a lilac, mm -hmm. and they um, haven't had more than one or two blooms on them in the past 12 years. Um, I wondered, should I be ruthless and cut them back, or what would you suggest? Hmm, great question, actually. Both of those plants, even if they've been untended and neglected for many years, can be rejuvenated, but it is a process. So it's not, a, it won't happen overnight. They won't look good right away. Because remember, if we are going to be ruthless and do some severe pruning, we still never remove more than one third of the plant at any one time. So the mock orange, for example, well, both, okay, two different kind of pruning techniques happen here. The mock orange will ultimately get what would be considered a haircut, but that, and if it's 10 feet tall now, you can ultimately bring it down to three feet tall, but you're also going to need to get in there and get dead wood out. There's probably all kinds of dead branches inside the center of the plant, which you won't even know are there until you start taking the top down. And you'll see this very easily in the spring when the green buds are just starting to form and starting to pop. Once the, the little green bits are showing, you'll see uh, obviously stems and branches with no green on them at all. And that would be considered dead and that would come right out. Lilacs, on the other hand, we prune a little differently. We don't give them haircuts. We go right down to ground level and we remove from ground level the oldest stems. And again, it's never more than one third of the plant being removed at any one time. So in three years, you actually have a whole new plant. But the first year, it's taking out, it might be just one big stem. And that huge big stem might be 12 or 15 feet high, and it comes out right at the ground. I'm so glad you told me because I would not have done it that way, and I would have obviously had a disaster on my hands. So it, may I just reiterate, with the mock orange, I take off a third. Mm -hmm. With the lilac, I should take off to the base mm -hmm. one older branch? Exactly. One of the biggest branch in there. And it's a bit hard to, I mean, I'm saying this over the radio, the, uh, it, you need to see the form of the plant to really truly know which which branch comes out. But Sadly, uh, the form is pretty um, unattractive. <laughs> I would think. It's been fighting with mm. um, shade trees in the area, which are also beautiful. Well, that's um, it. And, and so it's, it's sort of deformed because mm. it's been trying to find light. Going around the trees. Mm. Well, I mean, that's the other thing. When you talk about low, less flowers, often that is the case, that the trees nearby that were little trees at one time are now much bigger, right. casting far more shade. And both the mock orange and the lilac really want a minimum of six hours of, of light all day, every day, in order to produce flowers. At what time should I uh, take care of the mock orange, the haircut? I, I would do it any time, like early in the spring when the green is just starting Starting to, to bud. Oh, right. That was the clue. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Mm. I shall see it. Put it this way. It couldn't be any worse than it is right now. <laughs> but I would really like to salvage them because the perfume on oh, both of yeah, them is both. quite beautiful. Absolutely. And I don't like damaging plants if I can possibly help it. So oh, that's right. thank you very much for your information. You, I appreciate you're it. You're very welcome. Thanks for your call. And remember, pruning is not damaging. Pruning is for the health of the plant. Oh, that's a nice way to look at it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <indeed>. <laughs> thank you. Thank Bye -bye. you very much.
Uh, we have um, – now, i got to find out exactly where Bakersville, yeah, Bakersville is. Mary is on the line. Mary, where is Bakersville? Oh, gosh, it's 30 miles from Hamilton. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. In the, in the general area of Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. All righty. And what's your question for Charlie? Um, I wondered uh, – I've got two amaryllis here. And uh, they flower. They seem to flower every other year. I don't know why. Mm. But now I have a um, uh, big one in the window. It's, uh, it's supposed to have a guarantee with it that it would have uh, three flowers on a stalk. Oh, so and that's a new one this year? The big one in the window? Is that a new bulb? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I've had it for uh, two years. Last year, it didn't have a flower on it. And the year before? Uh, it had a three. Right. That's, that was fulfilling the guarantee. It doesn't, they never guarantee three years forever, or sorry, three flower stocks forever and ever. It's just that first year that they guarantee the three stocks. Well, this one has, uh, we've cut off the one stock that had three of the biggest flowers mm. I, I think I ever seen on That's great. Amaryllis. And, um, now another stock has come up. Excellent. And it's, I think it's going to have three. It's got two of them out and another one coming. Oh, there you go. You're doing something right. I don't know. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> well, that's what it might be what you're doing right. <laughs> you, Do you know where you could buy them? Uh, you mean, oh, at this time of year, they're probably all pretty much cleared out because amaryllis come into the retail outlets starting usually in October, November, and are a very big plant at that time for Christmas gifts and hostess gifts around the Christmas time. And then by December 26th, they're all half price and shriveling up on the, the shelves of the stores. Well, so I guess it, we don't want one now. Then. No, to buy one now would be would be tough. But but like I said, certainly look and keep your eyes peeled next fall. Um, the better garden centers you are in, yeah, because you said you're in Bakersville. So Hamilton, you've got all kinds of great garden centers to check out. Obviously, Terra Greenhouses, um, Harper's, either of those garden centers in next fall will have top quality amaryllis bulbs for sale and that's those are the best ones to buy avoid the you know the home hardware ones if you can just because they tend to be on the small side the bigger the bulb the bigger the flowers oh maybe i don't know but now this one has uh, the second bunch of flowers on it mm -hmm. um, great yeah, as Charlie said, you're, you're probably doing something very right. Is there another bulb in there or what? Uh, uh, well, it's, all those flowers are coming from that one bulb. And what you did last year when you didn't get flowers is you obviously did get leaves. And the leaves yeah. sat in the window, absorbing sunlight, converting that sunlight into carbohydrates and fattened up the bulb. So that's why you're getting so many flowers this year because you did such a good job last year. <laughs> So that I mean, yeah, like I, I said, you're doing something right. In the spring, <laughs> you put them outside, which is great. No, amaryllis do very well if they can be put outside and allowed to thrive and grow lots of green leaves and fatten the bulbs up because that's what it's all about, and that's why you're having such a successful year this year. So do it again. You know, though, eventually the flowers will die down, and eventually you'll go outside with the the bulbs and grow them all summer and. Force them into dormancy if necessary at the end of the summer, and see what happens next fall well, and we winter. We just brought it in and and uh, snipped all the leaves off because it had a lot of them. Yep. 
and then uh, put it uh, downstairs for oh, 10 or 12 weeks or something. That was the forcing it into dormancy yep. part. Yep. That's good. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Mary. Okay. That's great. We thank you very much. Thank you. Have to kind of move along here. I love got... that she's, yeah. she did so good with that. She, obviously. I have never, ever, I mean, I'll, I'll say this publicly on air, I have never been able to get an amaryllis to rebloom. You're kidding. And, and my mom and my dad, who I give amaryllis to every year, yeah. have them all lined up. They bloom every year. They just I, don't like you. I guess. Well, confession that, corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> confession wow, that was corner. A, that was a big one. The confession <laughs> well, on so air. Uh oh. She's done that with orchids. What are people going to think? Yeah, orchids, the same deal. I know. I've admitted to killing more orchids than the average. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We we are up against a little uh, time issue here. We have to take a break. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm going to uh, get. Uh, we are going to get Kendra Williams in action once again with that bell ah, because yes. it's the first time caller waiting on the line. Meantime, though, Charlie, mm. I took up so much time talking about the topical the spray from Sierra Sil that you should really do this this number on the pill form of Sierra Sil. Oh, thank you, dear. Um, that is a good idea. Yeah. Usually, you'll start me off by putting on your your shiny suit there. Um, <laughs> My lycra suit. Yes, it's Sierra Sil man. And I'm ready to do. Turn your head. I'm going to get I know. I don't, now. I don't want to look. Yes. I'm so. getting dressed. Oh, my God. It's tight. Oh, oh I gained a little weight over the Christmas Definitely. Oh, dear. Definitely don't want to look. Mm. So why is Frank putting on his Lycra suit and starting some exercises? Partially because he gained some weight. And why is he not whining while he's doing it? Oh. Because it's like the kitchen again. he took his Sierra Are you falling out of a pine tree? Pills. And, well, and there are Sierra Sil pills that help keep the joints limber and lubricated, so to speak. So both uh, Frank and I will take Sierra on a daily basis because we just find it's more comfortable to maintain our daily routines and when necessary we'll spray the spray when we our routines get a little yes. painful but active people or athletes who want to get you know continue their performances and get better or have been injured and are you know getting back in the game will find that Sierra Sil works very very well sometimes with old arthritic pets Sierra Sil can be very effective it's just I don't know what it is it's yeah. from the mountains and Sierra- Mountains. Yes, they are mountains. Sierra yeah. Mountains, and it's uh, it's just this like powder. It's this dust, Aww. and it somehow magically makes the joints work better. Theater. It's like WD forty yeah. for humans. Yeah, literally. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it oils all those. Cr- Creaky joints. Creaky joints. So Viagra for your dog. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> well, wait. No, no, bad idea. So, uh, maybe not David. <laughs> so Sierra Sill, you can learn more by giving them a call at one eight seven seven joint 14 It's They are in Vancouver, so they're three hours behind us. You might have to wait an hour or so for them to get into the office or check them on the web. SierraSil.ca. Just a minute, I'm getting out of this Lycra suit. <laughs> oh, there we are. Oh, boy, that, was, that was so tight, I'm telling you. Okay, Woo. yeah. Yeah, that's S-I-E-R-R-A-S-I-L. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than we do realize. And should little creatures become a big problem? Well, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And here we are, live from the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, Frankie Proctor and, of course, Charlie Dobbin and our bell ringer, Kendra Williams. Uh, yes. yes, you've done a great Welcome, job. Welcome, Kendra. You've been very yeah. good. <laughs> but you know what? We really are going to put you to work now, mm-hmm. okay? Right. Yes, because uh, Jenny is on the line from Oakville, and she's a first-time caller, so she deserves a ring of that bell. <laughs> there you beautiful, go. Beautiful, beautiful. Nicely done. Hello, Welcome, Jenny. Jenny. Welcome thank to the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> you have your wings. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh... 
Charlie, I've got a question for you pertaining to my orchid plant. Mm -hmm. uh, I've killed over a dozen of them. Oh. Wow. <laughs> my friend seems to be giving me them as presents. Mm -hmm. So finally, I have these two. It's managed to survive. Mm -hmm. So, But the thing is that I was told I'm supposed to fertilize it. But there's no way I could. I couldn't find any fertilizer for orchids. Uh, you should, if you go to Sheridan Nurseries, I'm trying to think in Oakville, there is no Sheridan. What, what garden center do you have in Oakville? Uh, there's Terra. There is, exactly. Oh. Good idea. So go to Terra Greenhouses, for sure they have orchid fertilizer. And follow the instructions. And if you can put this on your calendar... If you don't get a chance to get to Terra, remember on Valentine's Day, February 14th and 15th in Toronto at the Toronto Botanical Gardens, the Southern Ontario Orchid Society is hosting the Orchid Show, and it is a very big event, and you can get all kinds of expert advice for free. You can also buy anything you need, pots, um, bark, fertilizer, fertilizer uh, amazing orchids like from all over the world, all kinds of really unusual ones, and the displays will blow your socks off. They are just and Where's it held again? The Toronto Botanical Gardens, which is Leslie and Lawrence in, yes, in Toronto. Oh, Have you got your radio on, my love? Yes, she does. Echo. Okay, yeah. Jenny, Jenny, can you turn down that radio? Are you... Sorry about that. Uh, that's okay. You sound like you're talking from the bottom of a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the fertilizer? Uh, there are different fertil different companies make different fertilizers, but it will very clearly say on it that it is for orchids. You have, and then if they say what kind of orchids do you have, you just say I have uh, Phalaenopsis or what's a uh, moth orchid. Say I've got moth orchids. Yeah, oh. uh, the ones I have, the orchids are sitting in box. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I've been doing is uh, I water them uh, with overnight water mm -hmm. instead of fresh water, and then I drain it in the sink. Mm -hmm. And I sit it in a flower pot, standing on another flower pot, surrounded by water for the humidity. Okay, yep. And apparently that seems to work, because at the moment I've got three butts on each stalk. Excellent. Oh, wow. hey, good for and you. And I'm trying to... And you're right, they, do, they need... Going because my son has a uh, orchid too, but he's watered with his instruction was to water with ice cube. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the ice cube watering technique, but for some people it works. I mean, it's just imagine that well, you were being go fed. to bed with an ice cube. Yeah, you know, being no frozen yeah. food or something. You know, no. it's just yeah. It, from a plant perspective, I don't think that's a very cozy way to spend the winter with ice no. cubes around your roots. You don't want to go to bed with somebody who's frigid. No. 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 There you go. I need that electric so blanket. how often do you fertilize the orchids? Once a month. And you're right. If oh, you've, once a month. Yep. Okay. And if you've got flower buds or stems or anything showing new growth, definitely yeah. a good idea. Get yourself some orchid fertilizer and follow the instructions on the package. Okay. Once a month. So, yeah, because the bud seems to be... Uh, regrowth on the old stalks. Yep, it's true. It's amazing. Oh, okay. That's why you never cut them off because you suddenly you'll get green buds coming off of the old. I know it's amazing. Orchids are quite magical the way they grow. Oh, super! But if That's you great. get your son and get go to that orchid show, I'm serious. It is just so amazing at the Toronto well, Botanical. February the 14th and the 15th. That's right, February 14th and 15th, 777 Lawrence Avenue East in Toronto, or you can just look up TorontoBotanicalGarden.ca. Thanks a lot, Jenny. 
super. Thank you very much for this helpful advice. Okay. Our pleasure. You bet. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. you. And we will be back in moments here at AM 740's Garden Show, starring the one and only Charlie Dobbin. We'll return after these messages. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, flocks, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. Frank Proctor, the sous chef of the garden, along with Kendra Williams, our official bell ringer, and uh, James Patrick Dooley, who answers the phones and does all that stuff. And we couldn't do it without Charlie Dobbin. There she is. Thank you, Frank. Well, you're welcome. Uh, I think we need to welcome our next caller, who again is yes. a first time okay, caller. Okay, Kendra, away you go. Flexes muscles. Excellent. Whoa, beautiful. <laughs> good morning and welcome, Bernice. Oh, good morning. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, go right ahead. Um, I have a trumpet vine that grows on the west side of the uh, garden up against the garage and it's massive. There's mm-hmm. tons and tons of greenery, but I don't get many. F- I get two clusters of, of the flowers, and they're gorgeous. But mm-hmm. can you tell me what or how I can produce more flowers? Well, one thing to be very careful of is, is it growing in a garden, or is it growing just uh, like lawn is growing up to the base of it, and then the garage is there? No, it's in a, it's in a, a um, soil, uh, mostly compost originally, okay. and, and there's enough soil there. There's a... Um, there's a hoster at the base of it, but... Um, okay. No, the reason I ask is because so often, if it's near a lawn and people are fertilizing the lawn, the trumpet vine will take advantage of some of the nitrogen that is being put on the, the turf and grow a lot of green leaves, just like turf does. Yeah. So you want to be very careful that no fertilizer goes near it, it at does. all. It does. And, and the other thing I would consider doing, if I were you, as you mentioned, it's huge, is get out your chainsaw as necessary, yeah. and this spring, do a very what would be a hard pruning on the plant. I do, I do that. Somebody did mention uh, years ago uh, to put something in the soil beginning with either S or C, and I can't remember what it was. I, I don't know, but um, I do cut it back, um, and it grows like crazy, but um, I just don't get the flowers. If it's getting enough, okay, if it's getting enough sun and it's not getting too much TLC or too much loving care from you, mm. it should flower. Yeah. I find most times when trumpet vines don't bloom, it's because they're just too well looked after. Oh, so yeah. don't, don't be nice to it. Don't water it. Don't fertilize it. Don't do anything to it. Just cut it right back in the spring and let it do its thing. Um, yeah, I'm wondering, yeah, somebody said to put something in the soil, either S or C. I, I will look up if I can find anything kind of jumps out at me that might just con- you know, contribute to helping the trumpet yeah. vine bloom. But it, is, it does require minimum six hours of sun a day, and it does want to be ignored. Yes, yeah. It doesn't get six hours. I think it might get about four, but uh, yeah. I'll, 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 and it's lovely yellow flowers. Oh, nice. That is unusual. I love it. But uh, okay, then I'll, I'll see what I can do. All right. And if I find anything new and exciting to say about it, I will bring it up for next week. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you for calling, uh, Bernice. And you're always welcome. Doors always open for you. Coffee okay? pot's on. You bet. And I see the guys from Dave's Corner Garage have arrived. Dave Redinger, Steve Scheiman, Alan Gelman. Mm-hmm. And, Back and, in the and, studio for yeah. the first time in a while. Yeah. We have one more caller that we can get to, I know for sure. Let's see. Helen in Oakville. Oh, uh, we've another first-time uh, caller, Kendra. Congratulations. All right. <laughs> wow, that was that was a good one. It's a special one. Very <laughs> fancy. Just for you. Hi, Helen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Charlie and Frank. Welcome. I know um, you're running out of time there. I have a 
a bromeliad. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Bromeliad. Yep. Oh. No worries. All right. Uh, but the centre is coming up, but it's all dead in the middle. The leaves are great. The leaves are round about it, but the centre is all dead. Okay, but did it flower? Uh, no, no, it didn't flower. Okay, that's weird. So the centre is dead. I've had it quite a while now. So what colour are the leaves? The leaves are green and in the centre they're sort of red. Right, as it should be. So, okay, but wait, so did you say it was dead or it was red in the no, centre? No, it's dead, right well, in the centre, well, you know, where the flowers should be. Well, why do you say it's dead? Like, what makes it's you... It's all brown and... Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, water... Like, you know, you can feel it's like paper. Okay. So when you water that plant, where do you put the water? I put the water, I put it in the sink. Okay. Oh, and from you, the bottom. Oh, from the bottom. Okay. So you know what might have happened here? So the way it works with bromeliads, <clears throat> they are shaped like a funnel. Uh-huh. And they naturally grow in rainforests and highly humid situations. And the way, the, and the, their root systems are tiny. They have virtually no roots at all. Mm-hmm. And the way they get water and nutrient is from the rain. And the rain gets caught in that central center of that funnel of the plant. Uh-huh. So when we water bromeliads, we always water into the middle of the plant. Oh. Yep. And that when that flower comes out, it, it was in response to a maturity level and, and a bunch of other reasons that the plant is ready to flower. So what I would do if I were you is it may be that it started to flower, but then the flower dried up uh-huh. because it wasn't getting sufficient moisture up in that, that central cup that we're talking about. Yeah. So what I would do for now is change up your watering technique, water into the center from above uh-huh. and see what happens. It may send a flower, another flower. Mm-hmm. or the whole plant may die, but it will send a daughter plant off to the side if that happens. Cause, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that, so I don't need to touch it apart from just water from the centre. Yep, just from water from the centre. And it sounds like you've got it in the right location and they're lovely plants, mist if you like to, but yeah. water into the centre enough so that the water overflows and trickles down and touches the soil. Excellent. Thanks so much, Charlie. Thanks for your call. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. I'll, excuse me, uh, Helen, before yeah. we go... Um, is it uh, January 25th that is Robbie Burns Day? That's right, yes. Ah, now, you must have had the haggis at some oh, point. Oh, of course, uh, I ha- You know what? I love it. It's, it's a, good, it's it? It's delicious. I know a lot of people won't even try it. Well, it's it, you nice. know, it's the ingredients that throw them, uh, or the thought, you know. Of course it is. Well, but, that's what they think the ingredients is, but I think it's all changed now. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to be uh, doing a little research and have somebody... Matter of fact, you could be our official Scots person to be on the air with us here, <laughs> Helen, uh, uh, do a report on uh, Robbie Burns Night. right oh, then, I shall. All right, me darling. <laughs> yeah, that was a little Irish bye thrown bye. in there, too. Thanks for your call. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much, Helen. Bye-bye. Yeah, Robbie Burns, uh, that's right, uh, eating the haggis. We and, are going to do some research, did you say? We, yes, I will. I will. <laughs> Excellent. I like Thank that. You got your dialects. You've got you know to use what? your accents. We're up against the clock here. Kendra Williams, wow. Uh, casting directors out there, take note. Uh, she, bell ringer. If you ever need a bell ringer. <laughs> hey, one it. for the road. Yep. Oh, Ooh, good. Well man, done. Okay. Well done. Thank Fair you, Kendra. You have done a fine job. <laughs> Thank you for really letting appreciate... me learn a lot today. I've learned oh. tons. Yeah, and that orchid show you mentioned, you're going to want to go to that as well. Yes. So. Absolutely. Thank you, Franklin, as usual. You've well, been a my little love, thank very you. Very effective sous chef. Thank you, James Patrick Dooley. Couldn't do it without you. And of course, thanks to all our great callers. Couldn't, definitely couldn't do it without them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> right. we'll be back again, same time, same yep. station. See you all again next week.
This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.